<laughs> Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Haunting University podcast. I'm John Schelt, alongside my co-host, Keone Hutton. Wanting to wish you a good day from the Rocky Mountain Haunters podcast studios. You may wonder why I opened the podcast with Happy Birthday. Well, I'm wondering that a little bit, too. So, well, John, why did you open the podcast with Happy Birthday? Thank you for that brilliant and subtle segue. So, <laughs> I, I was looking... We had had this discussion last podcast about... Um, I started with good afternoon, and you mentioned, well, you know what, it may not be afternoon wherever or whenever whoever subscribes and downloads the podcast. It may be morning or evening when they're listening to it, so it doesn't always Yeah, it, it seems kind of moot to start off the podcast use, referencing a time of day when someone can listen to this whenever the heck they want. I, I, I believe I told you to suck something, but <laughs> it, it's regardless <laughs> – you, you have a valid point. So while we were discussing this and going over our pre-show notes this time, um, I was looking. I was looking, and I'm trying to think of one that that just perfectly captures that, perfectly gets gets into the the welcome to our show, and you know just makes everybody have a good feeling. So I googled common greetings because I'm sure it's in the back of my head. I, I just can't quite get it out. But the very first one I saw under common greetings was happy birthday. Thank you, I Google. Thought, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Google. That's not quite what I was going for, but but it's good enough. So happy birthday to everyone out there, whether it's your birthday or not. Number one most common greeting on Google. So I, my question to you, Kay, is um, how many listeners do you think we've lost so far? Uh, all of them. All of them? Okay, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I think that's well, well still stick, stick around. I, I promise we will. The quality can only go up from here. That is true. This is this is the floor. <laughs> this is the floor right now. So if you're still listening, welcome to the show. And thanks for thanks for downloading us. Yeah. Um, today we want to talk about um, advertising and marketing. You know, we're recording this on uh, August 12th. We are basically two months out from the big night. And now is the time to start getting the word out there about your haunt and get start getting people excited. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I, you know what you could always, I was thinking, and we're going to get into more of the details on this later, but you know, some of the methods we have, you could use like balloons, party streamers, um, you know, common birthday items. Maybe we could, we could work that in there. That's, not, like a, that's that. not a half bad idea. I mean, it's not a half good idea, but it's not, I, yeah, I don't think it's good. It's an idea. It's not good. Right. I'm, cool. I'm glad we got that cleared up. So anyway, um, right. do you just want to dive into it? I feel like there's something we're missing. No, no, let's just dive in at this point. All Otherwise, right. we're, people are going to start uh, hitting start stop. Us off. <laughs> All right. So please. So we are going to we're going to dive right in. If you're if you're about to hit the button, do not. We're we're getting there. So anyway, so again, today is going to be on our advertising and marketing campaign, and and the first thing I think we wanted to discuss is. Why that's important, and it may sound like an obvious question, but whether whether you're, whether you're doing your haunted house for the love of Halloween or uh, the love of scaring people or because you're morbid and sick and twisted, that's my reason. You realize all three of those are you, I'm just saying. I'm not disputing that. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, whether you're doing it for the love of Halloween or if you're doing it um, to make money, you know, to make a good profit, it's important either way. 
Um, if you're doing it just for free, just for the, the love of doing it, you know, it's, it's not going to be very much fun if you if you only get 10 people that, that come to your hunt. So it's, the more people, obviously, the better. Um, and obviously, if you're doing it for for profit, I mean, that, that goes without saying. The more people, the more money you're going to make. Yeah, we talked about that already uh, uh, in a previous episode about the number of people that you need going through your throughput. Uh, and the best, the most effective way to increase your throughput is to uh, get the word out there about your hunt. All right, and, and Kay, real quick, because if, if someone's listening who may not have heard that episode, real quick, what is the throughput, just so they can understand? Okay, we had an agreement that there would be no more math. Okay, we also had an agreement that if there is math, you do it. That is, if I do it, there will be catastrophic results. Fair enough. So the throughput is the number of people that you need to have going through your haunt every night or really within a set period of time in order for you to hit your target. So um, it hel- calculating your throughput will help you see how many people you need going per hour or per half hour. Even you can get it down to the per minute how many people you need in your haunt in order for you to um, make that profit. Absolutely. If you want to hear a more uh, detailed explanation, I recommend you check out uh, episode two. Yes, that does break it down a little bit more. But yeah, just so just so anyone listening can, can kind of know what we're talking about there. Um, but I mean, absolutely. Why is it important to advertise? Because the, the, the base reason, the main reason is very simple. You want to reach more people. Um, and not only and reach more people, but you want those people to be so interested by what you have to offer that they show up and – uh, and enjoy what you put together. Absolutely. And maybe, you know what, if you're doing this as a long-term thing or if you're doing it over, uh, whether it's for years or if you're setting up, you know, maybe mid-September or something like that, um, you know, maybe you want them to be so interested. They have a good time. They tell their friends. They come back, you know, and, and spread the word. Because, yeah, the more the more people who know, the more, more fun you're going to have, the more connections you're going to make, the more money you're going to make. It is, a, it is an absolute all-win situation. That's not the right word for it. That's yeah, but I, I kind of like it. I'm sticking with it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. So yeah, the the main reason of advertising is very simple. We want to reach more people. So as to the the methods on that, we, we'll get into a little bit of that later. Um, but yeah, that's our main baseline region. Now, one thing um, a lot of people who do home haunts or who are just getting their haunted houses. You know, think of when I bring up advertising is, oh, man, well, you know what? We're on a budget. You know, we're already we're already, you know, dumpster diving, <laughs> which we covered last episode. But, you know, we're on a budget. We're already, you know, making some cuts and concessions on some of our equipment. So we don't have the budget for, you know, doing advertising on, you know, obviously TV, radio, anything like that, billboards. And I, the thing with us is for our methods, you don't have to. You don't have to spend a lot of money on advertising. Um, I think for for our haunted houses, we probably spent less than a hundred dollars for all of them. Just, just in, in fact, um, using various methods uh, last year with Arkham, we ended up spending about fifteen dollars in total uh, yeah. for our for our advertising campaign. Yeah, and it, so again, I think that's the main thing. You, if you have the um, if you have the disposable income, by all means, you know, and if you can do a you can do a radio spot. There are places that'll be happy to have it. Do a billboard. But for, for most of us who would be doing it on a budget, one one great way is, you know what, we are in the times, social media, fantastic way to do it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all of them are great. They're, they're free. 
that you can get the word out. You can connect with like-minded people. So the other thing, you can see their ideas. You can see what things they do. You can chat them up. Hey, what what worked for you? What didn't work for you? So it's not only is it a great way to advertise, it's a great way to make connections. In, in one instance, I mean, one of the great things about um, Twitter was one of our main instances that, or one of the main platforms we used. And again, one you can connect, you can talk with people that are that have similar interests and stuff who may have some great ideas for you. We actually got a hold of a gentleman named Chris in England who loved our Arkham Asylum house haunted house idea, and he he ended up tweeting out some of the the pictures we had posted, the plans we were making, um, and we got just fantastic response from the people in England who wished it was there, and you know they would totally go if it was in in England or in the you know in Europe even, and it was it was fantastic just to kind of get that support and know that. You know, there's people around there that appreciate it and do the same thing. And, yeah, and it, know, was neat, it was neat it. to reach such a wide audience that way. Uh, I mean, I've never engaged with people from other countries about Halloween before this, uh, before that, and uh, it was neat to see the passion that they had was, you it know, was. matched ours. It was. It was fantastic. Made me sad that it was, you know, I'm, obviously we're on, we're a very, very small operation, you know, so we're ours is catering to a very specific market, but... It was. It was great to see the support and the and just the passion that they had. It was fantastic. Another thing you can do, and this kind of segues into one of the other things we wanted to talk about. Another method is you can put up flyers in, in local offices and businesses, which is a great way to do it. Yeah, we, we were able to take advantage of a couple of things for our flyers. Um, a couple of points first. We uh, You can see the flyers that we used on our Facebook page. Uh, highly recommend you check them out, but don't do what we did. And here's why: we used actual like copyrighted images from the DC universe. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, either create your own images or uh, buy the rights to do it yourself. But especially for those who are uh, doing this uh, as a commercial enterprise, yes. do not uh, blatantly rip off DC Comics because they will probably come after you. And there, and I think one of the things that one of the things we were very clear about on the flyer was this is free, this is no charge. But <laughs> you are correct; there are a number of things we were able to get away with purely because we weren't doing it for monetary value or monetary gain. That, right. that was it. If if we had made one penny on it, we would have been in trouble. So definitely, that is good advice. If right, but it, um, back to uh, what we're trying to actually discuss. Flyers are a very inexpensive way to get your word out there uh, to mm-hmm. a potentially wide area uh, around your haunt. And we uh, partnered with one of the local colleges to actually get them to print out all of our flyers for free. And that uh, was a huge money saver for us because even going to like Kinko's or Office Depot, uh, you're looking at you know anywhere from – 10 cents for black and white to uh, 40 or 50 cents for color uh, per flyer. And so we were able to get 400 flyers free of charge um, by uh, partnering with the university. Yeah, so reach out. See if you can – maybe you know someone. You know, there, there are always people that are willing to help, which is great. One thing I would definitely do is you know what your market is. You know the popular areas in that uh, in that market. So I would not – I waste time putting them up just in, you know, like street corners and things like that. If they'll allow you to, I would do, you know, local businesses. We had the, 
we had the advantage. There's a near um, where we set up our haunt. There's a, a an outdoor shopping mall that's very very popular and lots of people frequent it. So we went uh, we went around to a lot of the business owners who said, yeah, they'd be happy to let us put up a flyer. One note, just on hang that. it in their window right right next to the door. So as people yeah, are walking absolutely. by window shopping, they see our flyers. Yeah, absolutely. And and one note on that is make sure that the images that you're doing and the languages you're using, this is obvious, but make sure it's not you know, grotesque or inappropriate images, no foul language, anything like that, or they're certainly not going to let you put it up. Absolutely. I know yeah. we're, I know we're in a business. I know it's, we're in a business where we're looking for scary images and some stuff is, you know, some of it's not safe for work. Some of it, we want it to be scary, but this, when this one, you have to strike that fine line between finding something that's kind of spooky and piques someone's interest, but you want them to let you put it up in their shop or it defeats the point. So keep it clean. Um, but just anyways, our two cents. Yeah. Huh? What? Just our two cents. Keep it clean. It'll be much more effective. Save the save the really scary stuff for Halloween itself. <laughs> but one thing I we we also didn't want it to get boring. We didn't want people to say the same thing too much. So we created um, basically the same information on the flyers. We did our um, we did the name of our hunt when we were doing our hunt. Our social media information going back to our social media portion. That's another way you can gain followers. They can, and that's another way you can distribute information is through social media. Um, but yeah, name, the dates, etc. Uh, but we created six unique flyers with different pictures and different images on them to kind of just, you know, make some variety. But we didn't want it to get stale. Put the same picture up, you know, all over the place. People would see it and kind of just ignore it after that. So we just wanted to make sure we were getting people's attention. That being said, all of those posters did have the same information on it, so that no matter which poster people were looking at, uh, they uh, could all be they were all directed to the same place to find right. out more information. And ours was simple. I mean, on what because we did Arkham, it was one with Joker, one with Scarecrow, Harley, you know, Mister Freeze, etc. And John, I love uh, the slogans that you came up with for each of those uh, oh, for each of the characters. I'll tell you what. Um, well, here, let me look them up. I can, I can, you know, I, I, I don't know why they, it just popped into my head. So, and that's one thing, um, you know what, you bring up a good point that I wanted to touch on and I completely spaced it. When you're creating the flyer, you have to put a unique image on there that again is clean and, you know, appropriate, but catches the eye, you know, piques some interest, piques, piques some mystery. So I know our overall theme with Arkham was, you know, welcome to the madhouse, you know, the inmates are loose. Etc. We wanted to make it sound intimidating and just mysterious and spooky. So I know I'll have to look them up um, here in a sec. But I know with ours, I, what I try to do is, so again, to pique their interest, just have a very simple, very short slogan, but that, again, just piques their interest, cuts to the point. So with ours, I believe on our Joker, um, on our Joker posters, it said, you think you know madness? You don't, but you will. Exactly. And that uh, on each one of them, it drew me in and I was like, I want to know more. Tell me more about this. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Let me read more about this or maybe even then, because one thing we put on there is because, you know, it's a ours were just eight by ten flyers. You, you're limited a little bit of the amount of space you can put on there. You don't want to make it too text heavy. Um, Otherwise, you're not going to be able to read the text. Exactly. So we put on there, you know, hey, 
here's our slogan, here's our haunted house, here's the dates. If you want more details, here's our social media information. So then you can obviously describe a little bit more in detail about what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I think Joker was, you think you know madness, you don't, but you will. Um, Scarecrow was, uh, you think you know fear? You don't, but you will. Harley's was, and you get the theme here. Um, Harley's was, you think you know chaos. I think Freeze was, you think you know cold. And Phantasm was, you think you know vengeance. You don't, but you will. See, it's, and that's the thing, you don't want to, you joke, but (laughs) you you want it short and to the point. You don't want something that, that you know someone's going to have to sit there and read for five minutes. You want it short and to the point. I would say short to the point and seconds. grabbing their interest immediately. Yep, absolutely. And you know it, it does. It piques the interest. Thank you. And I actually didn't know you liked those that much. I did. I, I one of my favorite parts of our advertising campaign, bar none. Well, oh, thank you. Anyway. And again, because you're limited on space, that's another section where you want to direct them to your social media so that you can give out more information. You just want to hit them with the main points. Here's the name. Here's the here's the date. Um, again, throw that slogan in there. And here's where you can find out more information. One thing that I, I know we had talked about was putting our address on there. Um, mm-hmm. But again, because we were doing this, and you can talk more about this, but because we were doing it inside a residential address, um, we decided here's what we're going to do. Because we're putting these flyers up so far in advance, you know, September-ish, August-ish. We don't yeah, really I didn't want people coming there. around. Yeah, I didn't want people coming around the house uh, before we were set up uh, and scoping out the house and such. Uh, yeah. So we decided to only put the address on our website uh, and then just put our webs. And we didn't uh, show the address until uh, a couple days, about a week before we were set to open. And that's. And that's another way that you can generate interest because we didn't put it on there as, you know, you'll find out the address on October 20th or whatever it was. We put on there, hey, the, we're going to reveal the location of the Arkham Asylum Haunted House in 11 days. You know, it's a, it's a way. Yeah, exactly. It, it was a great way to um, be constantly uh, putting out information on our social media, constantly hitting our, our, uh, our audience so that it's always in the back of their mind. Absolutely. And again, it's, that's the thing you need to be with advertising. You need to be creative. It's not, it's not a, Hey, we're going to tell you where we are. It's a, Hey, we're going to do the big reveal on where the, where this amazing haunted house is located. Exactly. We, we hammed it up as much as we could. Oh yeah. (laughs) Spin it. You have to spin it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much covers the flyers, but yeah. Um, I would recommend variety. Put them in a lot of places. Put them where there's, you know, if this is Halloween, put them in a lot of places where there's teenagers. Um, they they are especially active on social media. They'll tell their friends, so it'll work out great. But yeah, local businesses, especially in kind of malls, are a great place to do that. Basically, you want somewhere with a lot of foot traffic. That, that's it. And uh, we did a very good job, I think, of keeping it uh, to a reasonable radius around the haunt you know we weren't expecting people from denver to drive 20 miles uh, right, to come down right. to our haunt we were really trying to get those local trick-or-treaters and by um, hitting the hot spots where uh, people where large masses of people are conglomerating like my word there conglomerating i'm not totally sure i, I like used that it right. i like that um but it, uh using those spaces where a lot of people are coming together um made the flyer campaign much more effective it did and it's funny you mentioned that because you're right. We 
we're, we're targeting a very specific area. But I think, what did you tell me in chatting up one of the parents or one of the people out there? They drove, and people who aren't familiar with Colorado will know this, but uh, they drove from Longmont. <laughs> to, to get to our haunted house which is about an hour and a, it was about an hour and a half drive <laughs> yeah and i was like wow that is awesome <laughs> thank you thank you we, we appreciate that like, you can, it really it meant a lot to five, us it was like it was only five minutes long you can go through a few times <laughs> i mean just get your money's worth <laughs> yeah get get your but, free yeah. money's worth <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you had to pay for his gas i suppose no oh, fair enough but yeah that was that was fantastic to learn the people coming from that far away to see us this and this one was this one I have to give you credit for, but it, it's very simple but very effective, especially in the area where you are. Sandwich boards, yes, fantastic way to do it. Now, sandwich boards, obviously, you're not going to distribute as far, um, far and wide as your flyers. You want to keep those kind of in the general area of your of your haunted house. But oh my gosh, especially on Halloween or if you're doing it for a couple of nights. Oh my gosh, there is almost no better advertising tool than sandwich boards. Absolutely. Uh, what we did was just, uh, I built three boards so that we could put them out at the main road uh, and then each of the turns to get to our house, which is arrows pointing. It said, Arkham Asylum Haunted House, gave our hours, and then in big bold letters at the bottom, free, and an arrow pointing, go that way. The great thing about sandwich boards is, of course, it's just an A-frame. Uh, we had two pieces of wood that were about three feet tall, a uh, foot and a half wide. So very easy to see as people were driving by. Uh, they could still make out the lettering, uh, still mm -hmm. see what was going on. And no matter which way they were coming from, uh, because it's an A-frame, you have information on both sides of the board. So either way, yeah. uh, they can see what's happening with it. And especially because, I mean, most people, some... I guess it depends on who you are. I know for us and most people I hung out with, you have a fair, you you have a route in mind when you're trick or treating, but it's nothing concrete. You know, you're you're going along, they're like, oh my gosh, wow, Arkham Asylum haunted house. That sounds cool. <laughs> check this out. Um, another tip I saw this. I don't know if we did this or not. I have no idea. You can tell me. I've seen these two with on haunted houses where they have like neon paint or reflective paint. So even if it's dark, you know, you can still see it, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. No, we used uh, strategic lighting, but not... Uh, ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. It's a great place, especially the big night, redirect people to the hunt. Exactly, and especially in Colorado, because the weather tends to be hit or miss, a lot yeah. of people end up driving from neighborhood to neighborhood, um, and so that kind of advertising is very effective for uh, grabbing those type of people and say, hey, come check this out. Right. Um, let me ask you a question. Can you take a piece of what I'm saying and put it in another segment? I can. Okay. So let me go back to what I should have read earlier about the, <laughs> about the social media, now that I'm looking at that. Fair enough. Uh, and another thing you can use social media for to just use it to your advantage, um, anything important that you want to do, another way that you can get it out there, this is probably obvious, but hashtag your posts. Um, that way they're not just limited to the followers that you have. That way, you know, if you post a picture of your haunted house when you're doing construction, you know, but hashtag Halloween, hashtag construction, it doesn't matter. You want something, you want a popular thread to get the word out there that will increase your followers. Um, and that way that increases, you know, obviously your word of mouth and word of mouth and the um, and the amount of people that you're able to reach. So, I know John, very, very, uh, hmm? uh, I might I guess I may just be old and not uh, with the new. Uh, social media trends. What's a hash the what the hell is a hashtag? You and I are the same age, but you know that's okay. 
Um, Mentally, so I'm much older than you. It was uncalled for. So the hashtag is, it's two solid lines going down vertically. And then, oh, you meant, oh, I see what you meant, sorry. You mean a pound sign. Yeah, I know, I was just trying to be... Yeah, I know. Uh, I was trying to be jerk. But, but seriously, anyway. I still call it a pound sign. Okay, that's fine. I remember when that phrase started, or when that whole thing started, and I was like, what the hell's hashtag? I don't even know what the hell that is. But basically what that means is, so if you're, let's say you have your haunted house complete, and you want to, you take a picture of it. Um, if you want to reach a lot of people just tweeting about one subject, or Facebook Instagramming about one subject, um, you can put hashtag Halloween um, on the on your post, and then it basically that means it will not only go to the followers that you have, anybody who clicks on or types in hashtag Halloween will see that post in a pool of others. Um, if that if I explain that properly, but it, it just is a way to increase your your viewership basically, specifically your viewership on that social media platform. Yes. Absolutely. So let me. I should point that out. If you put ha- if you put hashtag on your flyer, no one will click on it. I'm just kidding. But um, and actually, I, a, another great way that we used the uh, Twitter hashtag, we put up a sign uh, at the haunt and asked people to tweet their reactions and tweet their photos back to us. So we got to see a lot of instant feedback uh, from the people who were going through our haunt, um, and we could actually improve our methods, improve our route as the night was going on because we were getting that instant feedback. Yeah. Which was, which was, it was great. And I think we talked about this last episode, but we did get some feedback from a gentleman who said it looked kind of shady. He said, Hey, I like Batman. I like Arkham. It looks, it's a very cool idea, but it looks a little bit shady. How am I going to be sure I'm not going to get murdered? And, you know, uh, maybe it was the big night. I had too much adrenaline going. I was excited, but, um, I, I responded, you don't, I, I am not, <laughs> you, know, you can you may walk back to your car and get killed. I have no idea. But it, during, in, when you're here, you're safe with us. But but yeah. So looking back on that, I suppose that wasn't the most professional thing to do. But by God, it felt good. And honestly, it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It was it was well worth it. Um, I don't know if he showed up. He never answered. Either. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, and that's I think that's another thing. If when you're doing the social media, you don't just want to wait till Halloween and tweet out haunted house this address. You want to make it fun to follow you, because no one's going to no one's going to keep track of you if you're if you're dull if you're not active on it or if you're posting, you know, mundane things. So what we did um, on ours is we took people through the construction of it just from the very basic first idea. Hey, we're gonna do this haunted house. We're gonna make Arkham our theme. It's gonna be great. To literally, hey, we're at this location buying wood. Uh, I know that doesn't. Uh, some people that sound like, well, that's really dull. But <laughs> but we also, hey, it was exciting for me. You do you do enjoy wood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, uh, I just jackass. You know what? I'm sorry. It was. <laughs> It was a tee ball. It was a ball on a tee. I couldn't help it. I will not dispute that. That was a <laughs> that was an underhand pitch. What that was, <laughs> uh, I couldn't even get it out cleanly. Uh, 
Thank you. Thank in you in my head, I'm trying to be like, well, you do enjoy wood. So the next thing we need to do, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even do it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, but um, but no, and I I know just you know, hey, we're getting some wood. It it doesn't necessarily sound like the best thing, but we, you know what? Post take pictures. Post pictures. Say, hey, we're getting the wood for our haunted house. We're doing this. We're doing this. We posted pictures of us doing the construction. Hey, the the framing is built. Here's what the outline is going to look like. And then again, when we the real one of our more popular ones is when, when you and you did a fantastic job on this. Uh, just the Arkham sign for the gate. Just the Arkham oh, yeah. logo, the little Arkham when you had it painted up and everything. It looked fantastic. Tweeted that out. So stuff like that that got a lot of positive reaction. It was getting people excited, you know. It wasn't just getting us excited, but uh, as people were watching it, they were getting excited too. Absolutely, because it's it's fun. Because you can, if you're following it, you see that whole process from the idea to the construction, painting to the big night. You know, we were putting out costumes. Of, hey, we're we're trying, we're putting up some flyers trying to spread word for a haunted house. You know, so I guess my main my main message on this one is be active, take pictures, it, engaging. It'll help. The, the more you're engaging people, the more your haunted house is going to be at the front of their mind and the more they're going to want to come see it on the big night. And the other thing too is also through the use of one thing I should point out because we use the same app. Um, Crowdfire is a great, great tool if you're, if you're serious about this. Um, what is Crowdfire? It's a way to more effectively manage your Twitter account than the actual app itself. Um, what I mean by that is it will show you, hey, here are some fans that you haven't followed, and it will let you follow them very easily. Here's some people that are inactive for over a month. You know, They're not going to follow you because they're not on Twitter. So if you want to, this is just obviously if, depending on who it is. But if you want to increase it, you can unfollow inactive accounts. Stuff like that. They, they put a popular post for in your line of business that you can post in game viewership. So it's a, it's a great tool. Um it's their basic version. There's no charge. I think if after that, if you want to manage multiple accounts, they go up to like five or ten dollars a month, something like that. But it, it is a great tool to help you manage a Twitter account and just kind of maximize the the viewership that you're able to get. Oh, I am talking a lot. Anyway, I know it's it's unusual, and I'm kind of enjoying it. Shut up, you. Since we're talking so much about social media, I think now is a great time to uh, put in a plug for our own social media. I believe so. I like it. Yeah, so you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Facebook, www.facebook.com, slash haunting you, the the letter U. Uh, Twitter, you can also find us at hauntinguniver1. That's haunting, U-N-I-V-E-R-1. And the great thing about our Facebook page is not only does it link back to our Arkham Asylum uh, Facebook page where you can see all of the things that we did in preparation for um, the big night with our with Arkham Asylum a couple years ago, but more we've since posted all of the uh, design phase and construction photos and everything, all the behind-the-scenes stuff you can now see on our Haunting You page as well. Absolutely, and also you have some great links on there too, um, a couple of places. What was the one we were talking about last podcast? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, the scare, uh, the scare acting 101 blog. Yeah, so a we, great, uh, it's a great resource put together by a professional haunter who um, really took his lessons learned and uh, wanted to spread that to new haunters. And 
even experienced hunters like myself, uh, I got a lot out of his blog. So highly recommend checking it out. So anyway, it's not just posts from here's what we did. It's we want to give you resources to do better, to become a better hunter, to do it, to do it to the best of your potential. So we'll tweet out resources, good articles, everything like that. So definitely give us a look. Um, Kay, I know our, I our, you know our podcast. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, where else can you do it? Well, not only are we on iTunes, but we are also on Stitcher and uh, SoundCloud. In fact, SoundCloud would be uh, is the easiest way to find all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And we are in the process of uh, migrating to a new uh, a new home that will provide us with a little more resources, uh, so we can um, do this even better. We will have that in the near future, up and running. But in the meantime, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Stitcher. And iTunes are the best ways to get hold of our podcast. I like it. All right, guys. And one other thing I wanted to mention before we get back to the to the episode, um, we're running a promotion right now. We're 80 days until until Halloween. You know, it's it's fast approaching. I'm so excited. It is going to be so much fun. Um, so one thing we talked about are using our social media handles properly and using them to the best of your advantage. One thing you can do with that is network with other hunters, other sites. So again, we're running a promotion right now. Um, if you subscribe to our podcast again on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Then what you do, send us a direct message saying, Hey, we subscribed, we followed, etc." So what we'll do after you guys send us a direct message, what we can do is we will mention you on our special Halloween episode of our podcast. So <clears throat> give us the, what you need to do. Send us a direct message. Say, Hey, I followed. I subscribed the name of your haunt. If you want to put the address on there. Um, you can, if you want to put any requisite phone numbers or anything, emails, stuff like that. Website? Def- yeah. Social def- media handle? Yeah. Social media is the big one. Um, but yeah, give us any information you want us to mention uh, about you guys. We'll be happy to mention you on our special upcoming Halloween episode of the podcast. So definitely look for that. We've tweeted out some information on it. So just look for that. Now, John, I think it's a good time to get into questions from viewers or okay. questions from listeners, rather. Um, and I think this is a great one for you, uh, uh, in preparation for our advertising episode, this episode that we're discussing right now, uh, someone asked us, what is the best, uh, in our opinion, what is the best social media platform to get the most attention? So that is a tricky one in all honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Short answer. Um, It depends. You know what? It, It depends on what you're going for. It depends um, on who you're trying to reach. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. So for me, in terms of reaching the maximum amount of people, it's Twitter. Um, Twitter allows you to gain a lot of followers in a very short amount of time um, if, you, if you know how to work it properly. The other thing Twitter is great for that Facebook cannot provide, at least in my experience, is direct contact with with sponsors, potential advertisers, with with people um because you know and i know that you obviously don't handle these but you can tweets you know sports stars at whoever you can actually that's their direct line now they may not answer but <laughs> that's actually directly they're tweeting you're tweeting directly to their twitter account that they handle so a good example of this is when we were trying to get the word out about our haunted house what i think is the best thing is i just really need to get a drink because uh, I'm talking a lot, but I think... Um, I know why I keep water on my desk. Yeah, I, I do. I, I'm going to have to take a break. Um, <clears throat> but 
one one good example of that was when we were looking to spread the word. Um, I'm sure most of you out there have heard of Spirit Halloween. It's the Halloween superstore that pops up, you know, about every July, August. Um, They're starting so, to open now. Yeah, and it's fantastic. We love Spirit here. Big supporters. So we actually, again, we are a very, very tiny operation, obviously. But we, I just we have six of, friends, no employees. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, I haven't gotten my paycheck for the last three years. Is you should you need to have somebody look into that. Um, yeah, I'll totally look into that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, anyway, I should go. Did speak you eat the to- pizza? What? Did you eat the pizza? Yes. You got paid. Slave labor, right there. That is. <laughs> but moving on. But um, again, we're a small operation. But we just to, just to kind of see what would happen. I didn't even really expect anything to come of this. I tweeted our project ideas and kind of where we are, some of our promotional images, and just kind of what we were about. I tweeted that information um, to Spirit, uh, to the Spirit Halloween Twitter account. Um, I'll tell you what, and I'll find that handle out here for you in case you guys want to look at it. Um, but, no, they, they actually responded. And they said, hey, you know what? We love this idea. You guys are doing a great thing. This is a fantastic project that you're working on. And so we got into a little bit of a conversation, you know, obviously through Twitter, but um, just going back and forth. And we ended up, I ended up asking them, hey, you know what? Um, is there a way we could, you know, it would really increase our view or increase our, our client base if we can, you know, hang a flyer in your store or just put, put some up in, just anywhere around there. And they said, sure, we'll hand them out. We can put them up at the registers. We'll put them up at the flyer. All they asked for in the turn was just, hey, can you keep some flyers for Spirit Halloween at your, at your haunted house? And absolutely, we, we agreed. You know, there's, there was no monetary, you know, exchange either way. We didn't pay them to do it. They didn't pay us. Yeah, we they gave us some of their flyers. We gave them some of our flyers. And um, yeah, we just put them out. There was very little... They, um, very little effort on both of our parts, and yet it gave each of us um, an expanded advertising market. I'm sure we benefited from that more than they did. But I think we absolutely benefited more <laughs> than they did. We got the better end of the deal. But, I mean, so in all honesty, they could not have been nicer. They really couldn't have. They, they were great. Um, so I want to give them a shout-out. That's at Spirit Halloween. So, yeah, they're great about it. And it doesn't even have to be them uh, specifically, but – um, a, a, a quick note there. Uh, each Spirit Halloween store is individually managed by um, – well, is individually managed, and they all report to a regional manager as well. Yeah. And we found that um, we try, we hit several different Spirit Halloweens. The regional manager was very supportive, very helpful. Not every store manager was. So if you run into issues with one store manager, it's okay. It's not worth getting into a huge fight over. Uh, I, we just moved on to the next one. Yeah, Absolutely. Most of which were fairly accommodating, so I should throw that out there. But it, it, So I guess my point is it doesn't necessarily have to be spirit. It can just be – my point about Twitter, I guess, in the, to make a long story short, is it gives you more direct access to someone who would be able to help you. Um, you know, posting – in my experience, posting a Facebook message on, you know, uh, a business or someone's wall gets you little to no response. Yep. Uh, I do want to say, though, um, just for uh, – a different opinion. I'm not on Twitter. I don't particularly care for it, but uh, I am very much a fan of Facebook. And Facebook has an advertising uh, tool that allows you to target people who like 
certain things. So, like, uh, when I uh, send out any paid advertisement for my or for our podcast, I usually look for people who have liked Halloween, haunted houses, um, haunting, ghosts, you know, things like that. And so it yeah. will only be targeted at people who are likely to uh, want to listen based on what they've liked on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. You can get that targeted audience. Which is exactly. So I, I tend to spend only, you know, $2 on an advertising campaign with Facebook, but it's able to reach 700 people who are actually likely to listen and actually likely to be interested. So um, there are definitely advantages to each. Our best advice to you is know your audience. Whoever you're trying to get to come into your haunted house, that's uh, you need to see what kind of social media platform they're using and um, get on it. Yeah, absolutely. My advice, honestly, use both. Use them all. That's what the I. More the more the more the merrier. I haven't figured out Instagram yet, but we need to. <laughs> Pinterest, I like, but it, it you can drown in Pinterest. I, I have found that out. But it, it's still it's a neat place to find ideas for the haunt, though. Yep, absolutely. So my advice: don't pick one. Why? Why choose? Do them all. Especially since they're all free, and you're not losing you're not losing much, but except time. All right. Let's see here. All right, we have another question here. Who would win in a fight, Batman or Captain America? Well, that's a fairly easy Ooh, question. That's a, that's it's a been, tough one. No, I think that, it's fairly. A, I think it's pretty. I think it would be capped by like a hair. It's actually been documented. Batman won. I, I just want to point that out there. Batman. Where was Batman. it documented? I think you're making that up. I'm actually not making it up. Uh, Marvel versus DC came out in I think 1997, 1998. Batman beat Captain America. Boo. I'm just saying it happened. Look it up; it's accurate. I'll send you some pictures. Yeah, who won um, Batman between who won between Batman and Superman? Uh, Batman consistently wins. I'm pretty sure it was Superman. Which are you talking about the movie? Yes. Oh, I, you how, did you watch the movie? I did watch the movie. We could okay if we could say Batman versus Superman, Batman wins. Batman versus Lois Lane, Lois Lane wins. How's, how's that one? Lois Lane always wins. No, Lois Lane's the only one from keeping Superman from getting impaled by Batman. So that, I'm saying, Martha. Maybe Martha won. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was terrible. The only reason I put that out there is because I was looking on Spirits thing and there was a guy who posted that question. I was wondering where that came from because that was fairly random. No, you can keep it if you want. I don't care. Uh, do you want to put? If it I do, if I do, I'm going to include your explanation. I think you should. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you know, John. Some people may be wondering while they're listening, how far is too far in your advertising campaign? Let's talk about the appropriate content. Um, I I think it's fairly simple, um, but just to clarify, I guess uh, I'll tell you what I my line is about. So we use again, and we mentioned this earlier. We use the a very spooky image of Joker for our um, for one of our flyers. It's pretty unknown. And for, and for those who are uh, at all familiar with the DC comic universe, uh, it's the one where Joker rips his face off and then wears it like a mask. Yeah, the new it, the new Fifty Two Joker, the the scary, really really deranged version, <laughs> which is saying something. But it's he's much worse now. Um, anyway, 
Um, so it, it is it is a fairly scary image. It's pretty spooky. So, but I mean, there's no real blood or muscle showing or anything like that. So I, I'll tell you what I will. We'll put, I'll, I know it's on our Facebook and Twitter pages. I'll put it up again just so people can see um, as soon as we get done here. But that's about my limit is because here's the thing. Even if you are – even if you're marketing yourself as, hey, we're this terrifying podcast. We are going to scare the hell out of you. It's going to be scary. It's going to be terrifying. It's going to be gross. It's going to be all this stuff. It's going to be gory. That's great, and if that's the direction you want to go with, fantastic. That I'm not saying don't go that direction. What I'm saying is when you're marketing it, if you you know, choose your picture of, like, let's say, a walking dead zombie pulling intestines out of someone and eating someone's face, and you walk up to a shop owner that says, hey, can you put this up in your window so we can advertise for a haunted house? They're going to laugh in your face. They're, they're, you know, a local business is not going to want, you know... Uh, some like an actual picture of a murder or anything, you know, up on their up on their um, on their wall or in their window. They're not. They're going to want no part of that. So again, again, also keep the language clean. No, I would say no cursing. You know that that goes without saying. But again, if you have like five f bombs in your um, in your flyer, you know, very few people, if any, are going to put it up. So you, I guess, my to make a long story short again, you can make the haunted house as gory and as realistic and terrifying as you want more power to you but for the advertising keep it relatively clean to the point where you probably don't want to have a whole lot of blood or gore on your advertising because people just won't won't use it they won't let you put it up so the other side the other side of that question john how far is too far in terms of amount of advertising i guess what what i would say is you want to know your market and you want to know how far um, people will come to see something like that. So I would definitely put in that it's free. That'll definitely increase it. But you can take yourself as an example. How far would you go for for a free haunted house? Now, maybe you would go a little further than most people because you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> so you're probably an enthusiast. That being said, you know, if, if it is, you know, 30 miles away, 20 miles away, more than likely, you're wasting your time and your resources um, to get it out. Now, if you are a, and let me let me put in the caveat saying that if you're a residential home haunt, twenty or thirty miles out, you know more than that, you're probably wasting your time and your resources. Most people aren't going to drive that far, even if it is a free haunted house. Um, most people are going to want to do it in their neighborhoods or, or something similar. Um, now, obviously, if you're a larger commercial operation, that's a little bit different. Um, you can probably increase your range to longer because, you know, people will come for a larger commercial operation. But if you're a home hunt, I would say, I don't know, what do you think? I would I would say limit it to 10 to 15 miles. That is actually all really good information, but I meant really, like, not <laughs> distance. I didn't mean how far is how far in distance. I mean, when do you when should you stop? I mean, how much effort oh. should I be putting into this advertising campaign? Okay, should, should be a little more. Well, there you go. I don't know. I'm 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 befuddled now. I guess I guess I would say this. I mean, you you don't want to put out. Like, for social media, you don't need to put out tweets every 10 minutes, you know, anything like that. You know, once every day, once every couple of days is more than enough as far as your 
flyers and things like that. I mean, once you've gone to the local businesses and, and you know, let them put up your flyers and stuff, um, I think you're, you're doing well. Um, because, I don't know, do you have an answer? I don't really have a good answer for that one. I think the best answer I can come up with is go with your gut. Okay. In general, well, the I'll more that you, you put out there. Do? Wait, wait. You want me to ask you and you explain it? No. I'm just going to use um, what we have because okay. there's really no good answer here. The best that I can say is go with your gut because the more that you put out there, there's the greater the chance someone will see it uh, who wouldn't have seen it otherwise. So you can't, in my personal opinion, you can't over-advertise yourself. That being said, there is a limit to how much time and effort that you can put into it because you have to devote some of that time and effort into your haunt as well. And so you have to find that uh, balance. Or if you're, If you have already... If you're already very active on social media, if you're already put up your flyers in, in lots and lots of the local businesses and parks and areas around your around your haunt, you know you've already set up your sandwich boards for the night of. Um, I think you're. I totally agree with you. At a certain point, you're taking time away that you could be using to make the haunt more quality. Exactly. So I think exactly. Don't. I, I I agree with you. You, you can't really over-advertise too much. Um, but when you get to that point where you feel that maybe my time is better spent making a haunt of a higher quality, that's probably when it's time to, to call it. Yeah, I agree with that. And wh I think one of the great things that worked out for us is um, our you and I are excellent partners in this way because – you are much more experienced with social media than I am. And so letting you take on the marketing side of our haunt, while well, I allowed me to just completely focus on putting out, putting together the best quality haunt I could. And so, yeah, and that worked out well. We, we work well together. We work, um, we work fantastic together. So my best advice to all of you just starting out, find a really good friend who has skills that are not like yours. Um, so that you can, right so that you can complement each other. You don't want, and I mean, obviously, if you both have the same skills, that's great. But as you said, if you have the exact same skill set, then there are going to be areas that are lacking. Absolutely. Um, like, for and, example, well, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I mean, one thing I, I think of when I think of how we did our haunted, haunted house, well, in general, not just Arkham, but in general, I like to think that I can come up with good ideas about theme and about maybe how the guests, how our clients and our guests can proceed through the ideas, like what the scare will be like. I like to think I'm decent at that. But then, like, for example, let's just take the haunted house as a whole. I have what I thought was a really good idea. Hey, let's make the Arkham haunted. Let's turn Arkham, Arkham Asylum yeah. into a haunted house. Yeah, I like to think I had a really good idea. Let's turn Arkham Asylum into a haunted house. That'll be great. And that's where it ends. Because then I have no, godly, <laughs> no earthly idea of how to make that a real thing. And, and, that's and that works out great for me because I have the hardest time coming up with ideas. But if someone gives me an idea, I can execute it. Right. Because like I said. <laughs> and similarly, you and I both are terrible at costumes and makeup. But our good friend Leslie, who I would love, who I would love uh, for her to come on uh, during an episode to talk about costumes and makeup. Uh, our good friend Leslie uh, excels at that. Yeah, and and might I say, look at you producing. Look at that segue. That is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> look at 
sneaky, right? Right? That was amazing. But Yeah, we're yeah, going to have to send her a copy is, of this. She is fantastic. I could bring up the fact that the blood on your head that night was, was fantastic, but I think we've covered that. So if we haven't, he did hit himself in the head of the hair. <laughs> That's all we're going to do. Um, if you want more details, go back to episode one. We'll talk about it more. I am going to bring that as often as I can, but we, we don't have time fair. to go into it. Thank you for that. I think that will just about do it for our episode on advertising. Once again, uh, reach out to us on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, uh, hear your thoughts about the show to help us improve and make it more uh, useful show for all of you hunters out there uh, ask us your questions and we will do our best to answer them in an upcoming episode again those social media platforms you can reach us on Facebook uh, www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U um, you can also just do a search for at haunting you uh, in the Facebook bar and it will take you right to our page and John where are we on Twitter we are at haunting univer one so that's haunting u-n-i-v-e-r and the number one all right, everyone. I think that's going to do it for this episode of our Hunting University podcast. Check us out next time. We're going to focus on actors, costumes, and makeup. We're going to have a special guest analyst uh, to go over some of our makeup tips for us. So look forward to that. I think that'll about wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Once again, uh, tweet it or hit us on Facebook. To ask us your questions. Give us your feedback. We want to make this a productive podcast for all of you out there so help us make it better let us know what you want to hear absolutely in the meantime, there... sorry go ahead absolutely if there's something you guys want us to focus on more or some segment you want us to put on there let us know we'll, we'll talk about it exactly uh in the meantime uh, all i can say is happy haunting bye everyone <laughs>Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting univer one. That's haunting U-N-I-V-E-R one. Bow chicka chicka bow bow chicka chicka bow bow chicka chicka bow bow.